can't be mine Somebody else's too Someday you'll find I've been a friend to you I don't believe that life's worth living I gave you all there was worth giving You never cared how I fared Or what I'd do And I called you mine But I was not to blame For all the time You played a two-handed game Second-hand love I can't see It's good for some, but not for me You can't be mine And somebody else's too listening to WETF, the jazz station in South Bend, Indiana, heard worldwide at jazzradio.wetf.org. My name is John Clark, and this is The Jazz Focus. We're going to be doing a kind of a thematic show today, a little bit different. Uh, We're going to be focusing on an instrument, the flute. The flute is not considered a really prominent jazz instrument, uh, at least not until the 1950s and 60s when people like Frank Foster and Frank West started playing a lot of flute solos with the Count Basie Band, and that opened up things to the uh, West Coast players and Herbie Mann and so forth. Uh, But we're going to be listening to some examples of the jazz flute in the 1920s and 30s. And during that time, uh, that was... The flute was dominated by two African-American performers, and uh, we're going to be hearing quite a bit from each of them and possibly from one other person as well. So we started out with a tune called Sweet Sue, Just You, done by Chick Webb and his little chicks. Chick Webb, of course, had the great big band at the Savoy Ballroom in the 1930s, uh, and he, like so many other big bands, often featured a small group uh, to play more straight-ahead jazz, although this group, the little chicks, had some classical overtunes as well with the duo between the clarinet and the flute. Uh, Chauncey Hotton was the clarinet player, Wayman Carver was the flute player. We'll tell you more about Wayman Carver a little later in the program. Tommy Fulford was on piano, Beverly Peer on bass, and Chick Webb on drums. I'm not sure who did the arrangements on there, but quite a lot of interplay, intricate interplay between the flute and the clarinet. And we're going to be hearing more of those sides a little bit later. That particular one was done for DECA in New York on November 1st of 1937. Then we went on to another flute player, a fellow named Albert Sicaris. I'll tell you about him in just a second. He was a particularly interesting player from Cuba, and uh, his uh, the recording that we uh, had of him, the second tune we heard, was from September 5th of 1930, done for Columbia by Bennett's Swamplanders, a group uh, in New York of not terribly well-known musicians, a couple who became better known later on, like Bernard Addison on guitar, J.C. Johnson, the composer, not James P., but J.C. Johnson was on piano, uh, unknown tuba, 
there was a singer on the tune, which was called You Can't Be Mine and Someone Else's Too. I think it might have been the leader, Walter Bennett, who was also a trumpet player and a very good one. Isaiah Robinson on trombone and Albert Sakaris on flute. On the other sides on this session, he played clarinet, and he was an outstanding clarinet player. He was born in uh, 1908 in Cuba, and he came to the United States as a teenager uh, to study music. And he uh, went through a conservatory program, became a classical flute player. Uh, but he was very well versed on the other woodwind instruments as well. He went back to Cuba in the mid-20s and worked for theater bands. I think he worked in a classical orchestra as well. And then he returned to New York in uh, the late 1920s and became uh, entrenched in the uh, groups that were led by Clarence Williams on recordings. Clarence Williams didn't have groups uh, outside of the recording studio. He had a stable of musicians that he would call on to do various recording dates, and he made hundreds of them. He was a New Orleans piano player and entrepreneur who was a publisher and uh, always was interested in the main chance. He uh, was uh, uh, one of the most busy musicians of the 1920s, black or white, and uh, a lot of his business came from making recordings of the tunes that he was publicizing. So he needed dependable musicians who could come in and read music and improvise and back up vocals and do things like that. And Albert Sakaris was tailor-made for that. And he played uh, with the various Williams groups for two or three years. So we're going to uh, go on and hear several things that Albert Sakaris did uh, in uh, the 1920s and into the 30s as well. We're going to start out with a blues accompaniment by the New Orleans blues singer Lizzie Miles, done uh, for Columbia on June 12th of 1928, a tune called You're Such a Cruel Papa to Me. This was originally rejected, but fortunately the master survived, so we can hear it today. Uh, with it, uh, with Lizzie, was Clarence Williams on piano, Albert Sakaris on flute, and King Oliver on cornet, an interesting little group. Then we're going to hear three tunes by various Clarence Williams groups. Uh, these were things that were um, uh, done casually in the studio, but clearly were organized in the sense that music was written, uh, occasionally anyway, and routines were developed and so forth. The first tune we're going to hear was called um, Shootin' the Pistol, which was a tune that came from uh, one of the shows that Williams and his wife, Eva Taylor, were producing in the 1920s. And uh, in this case, Shootin' the Pistol was done by Clarence Williams Orchestra for Paramount in July of 1927. Had a lot of his stock company with him. Ed Allen on cornet, Charlie Irvis on trombone, Arvel Harris playing clarinet and possibly tenor sax, uh, Sakaris doing clarinet and flute and alto sax, Clarence Williams on piano, and Cyrus St. Clair on bass. Then we're going to go on to a little more of a loose tune, a tune by Clarence Williams called Have You Ever Felt That Way, which he recorded many times, this time for Columbia on February 5th of 1929 by Clarence Williams' Jazz Kings. Again, Ed Allen, uh, Sakaris, and Arvel Harris again in the reed section, James P. Johnson, the great Harlem stride pianist, Leroy Harris on banjo, Clarence Williams sings and may play uh, second piano on, on this or uh, the other side of the recording, but uh, it's James P. Johnson doing the heavy lifting there. Then we're going to go to a truly odd recording of a New Orleans standard called High Society, which was a clarinet feature usually. Here it is a feature for the reed players who do a clarinet duet and then uh, a flute solo after that. This is Clarence Williams and his Jazz Kings uh, for Columbia in July 23rd of 1930. It's called the High Society Blues in this case. And there's a trumpeter who might be Red Allen or Charlie Gaines or possibly Roy Eldridge uh, on his recording debut, along with Sokaris and Harris again. Clarence Williams on piano, Leroy Harris on banjo, and a tuba. And uh, we'll hear a clarinet duo with uh, Sakaris, I think, playing second clarinet, and then a little bit later, a flute solo. 
So those are the tunes we're going to be hearing in this set. Um, the Lizzie Miles tune called You're Such a Cruel Papa to Me, and then Clarence Williams' tune, Shooting the Pistol, Have You Ever Felt That Way in High Society, all featuring Albert Sicaris. Thank you. 
ditto. Oh, but it's ditto. Oh, have you? Have you ever felt that way? And say, oh, but it's ditto. But ditto, but ditto. Oh, have you? Have you ever felt that way? Oh, life is so displeasing. You don't know what to do. You ain't got nobody to put a do 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 do. But did did put a da 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 did a do do did 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 did. Oh, have you? Have you ever felt that way? in the cycle. Ah, ain't that lovely? Everybody. Everybody now, everybody.
Started out that set with Albert Sakaris on flute, the Cuban-American uh, flute player. Uh, into the 1930s, he led his own bands, also played with Erskine Hawkins and uh, Sam Wooding and so forth, did theater work, I would assume. Apparently he had a recording date in 1935, although I've never seen the results or heard the results of that. It might have been Cuban music, I don't know. It doesn't seem to be listed in any of the standard discographies. Uh, in the 1940s and 50s, he did more theater work. He did a couple of LPs of jazz standards in um, Latin music style and other things as well, and devoted himself to teaching. Uh, he also so apparently uh, participated in one episode of The Twilight Zone and uh, was filmed doing some musical uh, fill-ins for some, some uh, projects as well. So very interesting fellow, very fine classical flute player and a tremendous technician, as you can hear from the recordings we listened to. And we started out with um, the Lizzie Miles version of uh, You're Such a Cruel Papa to Me, featuring King Oliver on cornet, Sakaris on flute, and Clarence Williams on piano. Then we went to those three tunes by various Clarence Williams groups, Shootin' the Pistol, uh, which was from one of the shows. In fact, Sakaris very well may have played in the pit bands for some of the Clarence Williams shows. Uh, Shootin' the Pistol uh, also featured Ed Allen uh, on cornet. I think it was Arville Harris on alto sax. Part of the uh, difficulty in identifying the reed players on these Clarence Williams dates is that they all doubled on so many things. But Clarence, or rather, Arvel Harris probably took the alto solo on that and Sakaris took the flute. And we heard Charlie Irvis on trombone and Ed Allen on cornet, along with Cyrus Sinclair on tuba and Clarence Williams on piano. Then we heard, Have You Ever Felt That Way? As I said, kind of a, a, a loose version of that. James P. Johnson was on piano, Sakaris on uh, clarinet, I think Arvel Harris was on tenor on that, and of course Sakaris on flute as well, and Ed Allen on cornet. Then finished up with that odd version of High Society. Uh, don't know who the trumpet player was. It could have been Roy Eldridge in his very youngest days, his first recording session. There wasn't much to, to recommend him either way, I suppose, on that. But an interesting clarinet duet with Arvel Harris and uh, Sakaris there. And then uh, Sakaris on flute, backed by Arvel Harris on tenor sax. So an interesting voicing there, High Society. So we're going to go on and do more Wayman Carver in the next set. We're going to hear the other three tunes done by the Little Chicks. These are all studio recordings for Decca. They might have done some live shots, and there may be some live recordings out there that I'm not familiar with, but very interesting little band. I don't know who did the arrangements, but probably Wayman Carver. He voiced the clarinet and the flute so well. And again, to remind you, Tommy Fulford on piano, Beverly Peer on bass, and Chick Webb on drums with Wayman Carver on flute and Chauncey Houghton on clarinet. And we're going to hear, uh, as I said, the other three tunes. I Got Rhythm in a Little Spanish Town and I Ain't Got Nobody, all from September 21st of 1937. Then we're going to go on to a Benny Carter uh, orchestra uh, tune that features Carver on flute. This is called The Devil's Holiday and uh, an interesting tune. Uh, that was recorded for Columbia in 1933 as a Benny Carter tune and features Eddie Mallory, Bill Dillard, and Dick Clark on trumpets, J.C. Higginbottom, Fred Robinson, and Keg Johnson on trombone, an early version of a trombone trio. Wayman Carver played alto sax and flute. Glenn Pack was on lead alto. Johnny Russell on tenor. Teddy Wilson on piano, Lawrence Lucy on guitar, Ernest Bass Hill on uh, string bass, and Sid Catlett on drums. Of course, Benny Carter on clarinet and alto as well. Really outstanding band. Um, and this is the tune that featured the flute. We may play some of those other uh, tunes from those dates in a while as well. 
Then after that, we're going to hear two tunes that was not, were done as jam sessions at the end of two sessions done by Spike Hughes and his Negro Orchestra, so-called, from 1933. Spike Hughes was a bass player and an arranger who came from England to record some of his compositions and arrangements with uh, an all-star black band, which he put together with Benny Carter. And we're going to be doing a podcast of the real big band tunes rather than the jam sessions coming up very soon. Uh, so the two tunes we're going to hear are How Come You Do Me Like You Do and another version of Sweet Sue. How Come You Do Me Like You Do features uh, Red Allen on trumpet, Dickie Wells on trombone, Benny Carter on clarinet and alto, Wayman Carver on flute, Coleman Hawkins and Chew Berry on tenors, and they go back and forth on this, Red Rodriguez on piano, Lawrence Lucy on guitar, Ernest Hill, uh, actually in this case it was uh, Spike Hughes himself playing bass, and Sid Catlett on drums, and that was from May 19th of 1933. Sweet Sue was from May 18th of 1933, featuring uh, the same band. So that's our set coming up, all Wayman Carver. The Little Chick's doing I Got Rhythm in a, in a Little Spanish Town and I Ain't Got Nobody, Benny Carter and his orchestra in Devil's Holiday, and then Spike Hughes uh, and his uh, all-Negro, or his Negro orchestra. I, I don't know how it was built on these jam session recordings, but we will hear How Come You Do Me Like You Do and Sweet Sue. <laughs> Thank you. 
Just because I'm gully low How come you do me like you do, do, do Be do, 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 do
Fine Wayman Carver. He was a, a good saxophone player and flute player. He lived from 1905 to 1967. He was best known for his tenure with the Chick Webb Band. And we heard a little bit of that uh, with the Little Chicks and uh, earlier as well. But he was a, uh, a well-versed musician. Benny Carter had high standards. He used him in some bands, plus recommending him for the Spike Hughes Band. Uh, and he played in some other groups as well. He actually stayed with the Chick Webb Band even after Chick died and Ella Fitzgerald took it over. And we're going to be hearing aside from that uh, generation of the band in a few minutes. So we started out with the Little Chicks. We heard, uh, in order, I Got Rhythm in a Little Spanish Town in I Ain't Got Nobody from September 21st of 1937. Chauncey Houghton on clarinet and Wayman Carver on uh, flute. So some interesting playing there. Some very good piano playing by Tommy Fulford, by the way, who wasn't often featured with the big band. Then we heard that Devil's Holiday, the Benny Carter arrangement for his own big band from 1933, recorded for Columbia. We heard some uh, uh, trumpet, I think, by Eddie Mallory, J.C. Higginbottom on trombone, Wayman Carver on flute, Johnny Russell on tenor sax. He uh, uh, is with a band we're going to be hearing in just a second, and also T Teddy Wilson on piano. Then we heard those two jam session tunes, How Come You Do Me Like You Do and Sweet Sue, both of which were done at the end of sessions by Spike Hughes and his Negro Orchestra, which featured arrangements and tunes by the British bass player Spike Hughes, and we'll be hearing those on another podcast coming up. And we heard Red Allen on trumpet and singing on How Come You Do Me Like You Do, Dickie Wells on trombone, Benny Carter on clarinet and alto, Wayman Carver on flute, Coleman Hawkins and Chew Berry on tenor saxes, and in each case, Hawkins took the first solo and Berry took the second. Red Rodriguez on uh, piano, Lawrence Lucy on guitar, Spike Hughes on bass, and Sig Catlett on drums. Interesting band. So hope you've enjoyed this program. You've been listening to WETF, the jazz station in South Bend, Indiana, heard worldwide at jazzradiowetf.org. And this is the Jazz Focus, and my name is John Clark, and we are delving into the flute of the 20s and 30s, and we have two more tunes to do for you. The first one is or was done by Willie Bryant and his orchestra, and it was called The Right Somebody to Love, and it will feature a different flute player, a fellow named Charles Frazier, who was a tenor player and flute player who played with or recorded with King Oliver's band. And, uh, about 1930-31, and then uh, joined Willie Bryant, which was a very popular Harlem band at the time. I don't know what happened to him after that. I found his birth and death dates as being 1907 to 2002, so he lived a very long life. I don't really know what happened to him after the big band era, but a very good performer, as you can tell here. We're also going to hear Richard Clark and Taft Jordan and Jack Butler on trumpets, with Jack Butler taking the vocal, John Houghton and George Matthews on trombone, Glenn Pack and Stanley Payne on altos and clarinets, Charles Frazier and Johnny Russell on tenor, with Frazier taking the flute. Ram Ramirez on piano, Arnold Adams on guitar, Bass Hill again on bass, and Cozy Cole on drums. Then we're going to finish up with a live recording by Ella Fitzgerald and her famous orchestra, which was the Chick Webb Band. And this was done only a few months after Chick Webb died in the spring of 1939. Bill Beeson replaced him on drums. And it will be much the same band, with Taft Jordan on trumpet and Sandy Williams on trombone, uh, Teddy McRae on tenor sax, and Wayman Carver on flute. And the tune we're going to hear is I Found a New Baby. So thank you very much. Tune in again next week.
big doll house or a Mickey Mouse, but the right somebody to love. Ice cream, cake, and candy, maybe fine and dandy. But if you ask me, they're not one, two, three, but the right somebody to love. Only really careful is yours to have and key. One you said a prayer for. Though you're not quite seven, what is most like heaven? The joy that's found with your arms around the right somebody to love. 